This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is sponsored by our good friends at Baylor Scott & White Health and by the MyBSW Health app. It's designed to help busy folks like us manage our health care our way. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, And folks, we have a couple open lines now for the first time all morning. All morning. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Give me a call now, won't you please? 800-288-9227. We are here to talk about your urban landscape and garden. I don't uh, talk about pasture grasses. Don't do, uh, don't do horses and cattle. Had uh, four cattle on the highway on my way in today. I called the police department. I said, I think you might want to get the farmer to come get his cattle. They're not in a good place right at the end of the air at the runway uh, outside the fence, thank heavens. So they were having a great time because that was some area that needed to be mowed has all, all summer and uh, they were grazing away. But anyway, uh, I don't, uh, don't get into that too much. Um, but if it's uh, urban landscaping or gardens or lawns, houseplants, I'll be happy to help you or do my very best. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Frederick. He's a five-and-a-half-year-old mixed-breed dog rescued from a hoarding situation in February of 2020. That's a long time that they've been working with Frederick. He's a, he's a handsome guy, kind of happy-go-lucky when you see his picture. He's made a lot of progress in his time at the SPCA of Texas. He was so nervous when he first came into the shelter, he wanted humans just to leave him alone. Sounds like some teenagers you may know. Now he can't stop grinning. He barks when his human friends leave him. He wants them to come back. Frederick bonds faster with women, so ideally there'd be at least one woman in the home with him. He's a little clumsy, a lot socially awkward, and... Uh, he doesn't always know how to interact with humans, but he tries his best. Once he's comfortable with you, Frederick loves ear rubs and will gently paw at you for more if you stop. He sounds like he's fun and would, would love to have a human teach him even more of the social skills. Frederick gets along well with calm, laid-back dogs and wouldn't mind a doggy sibling, but he does just fine on his own if that's the way it is. Frederick will need a fenced-in yard as he can walk well on the leash, but sometimes needs just a quiet space to do his business. Frederick will need an adult's only home where he can feel safe and comfortable. He's available for a trial adoption, so you can take him home for a few weeks to see if he's a good fit for your home before making things official. If you'd like to meet Frederick, please request an appointment at spca.org slash dogadopt spca.org slash dog adopt. Don't forget all dogs and cats six months and older are just $25 to adopt at the SPCA of Texas, Dallas and Ellis locations. Frederick is waiting to meet you at SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Frederick has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines. He's been waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive. That's at I-30 west of Hampton Road. 
They're open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. I don't know about Labor Day, but give it a, a try. Do Go to the website. It'll probably tell you. Animals are available for walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. Please browse the SPCA of Texas available animals at spca.org slash findapet spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. And that's Frederick the Dog at the SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. And that report sponsored today by Mueller, Made in America and made to last. There's a lot of talk these days about made in America. I'd like to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years. Mueller metal roofing, Mueller steel buildings, made right here by people who care about quality, both of materials and of workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building, or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here, in the USA. And with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you are supporting local jobs and local families. Ordinary, hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product made right here in America. Mueller Metal Roofing and Steel Buildings, 90 years they've been making these. And when something's been made for 90 years, you know it is a good product. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. And uh, take a look. Take a look around. Find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553 if you prefer to call. That's 877-2-MUELLER. 877-268-3553. They're Mueller, they're made in America, and they're made to last. MuellerInc.com Warmer temperatures are here, and there's no better time to tend to the garden and your health. The MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health helps you manage your health care from anywhere. And you don't even need a green thumb to download it. Text BETTER to 88408 to get it now. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you, Stubby. Let's go to Greg in Forney, who's been waiting patiently. Greg, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Good. Quick question. I think you'll be able to answer fairly quick. So we, we've got a about half of our backyard is heavy, heavy shade. Um, grass doesn't grow there. The only thing I've ever seen grow is the poliana. So I did a pre-emergent uh, application last fall. Of course, we got a heavy rain like the next day, so it it kind of washed it a little bit, and so I wasn't able to get all of it. So, so we're about to put gravel down in that area here in a couple weeks. So I've got my pre-emergent. Um, if I put it down today, what what do I do? What do I need to do because it's bare dirt to make sure it gets soaked in before I put down that gravel? All right, and. That's for annual bluegrass. Yeah, that, like and, I said, there's a and so basically, you don't want anything but um, gravel in that area. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to prevent fighting, having to spray pulling in the next spring through that gravel. All right, I got you. And uh, 
what what does that part of your landscape look like? Uh, let me see if I can phrase that in a coherent way. As you look across your landscape, is this a prime part of a backyard, or is it kind of out there in the back somewhere that doesn't matter much, or what is it? No, it, it is prime location. So it, our back. Why don't you put a ground cover there? Well, because it's it's a good enough space. We'd like to have something like a fire pit and seating area out there. Why don't you put a, a ground cover and then put some uh, pavers, like pavestone pavers or, or old uh, street pavers, or make some concrete pavers yourself? That's what I've done at our house out of uh, out of concrete. Make your own forms and, and press rock salt into them and, and press some uh, uh, leaves into them as they're curing, uh, maybe two or three hours after you pour them and uh, knock them out the next morning and, and knock off the corners, give them a rustic look, and they're just beautiful. Or, or like I say, the brick pavers. And and then that lets you have your fire pit. It lets you have something other than gravel. Gravel is so cold and foreboding. Yeah, well, we're gonna, we're planning to introduce some um, kind of flagstone, like flagstone or something for, like, pathways, you know, walkways, maybe around that fire pit. But it, it's a big area. I mean, it's probably 30 foot by 50 foot. I have half an acre that's all ground cover behind my home. I don't have any gravel. I wouldn't want gravel. And the reason is that gravel washes and gravel uh, gets dirty and it presses into the soil and nobody wants to walk on gravel. Uh, and it is stark looking. It makes a it makes a backyard. If it's a shaded backyard, it, it somehow psychologically it just doesn't look right to have gravel under trees. Gravel belongs out on an arid area somewhere, not under the trees. It's, it's just um, it's not the right combination of things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that's totally hundred percent my opinion. I I, I <laughs> did something I try never to do, and that's argue with somebody's. Um, aesthetic uh, a view of how they want their yard to look, and I really apologize. No, but, I appreciate the opinion. But I, I love greenery, and in the winter when everything is bare, it is so nice to look out and see mondo grass and hollies with their green color and the red berries of the hollies and the bird feeders out there and activity in the backyard and the, and the wrought iron tape. Well, we have, it's not wrought iron, it's, it's uh, painted. Uh, uh, springback chairs but anyway see that out in our yard and and just uh, it, there's the beauty of that at a different season see the different seasonality of the yard but i uh, okay i'm done <laughs> my my yeah, harsh sermon is over <laughs> no that that's that's kind of part of the bigger plan we're going to do some plantings yeah. of shade plants you know kind of intersperse it so it's I, I get where you're coming from. We don't want just 100 square feet of pure gravel, right? We, we want some something to look at, something that kind of breaks things up. But but my concern, you know, is I just don't want to fight Poana for the next 10 years. Uh, so I, okay. I wanted to you would not. Okay, I, I'll go back to the direct answer. I will say though, if you if you had ground cover and shrubs, and and pine bark mulch, an inch okay. deep. I have I cannot remember the last Poe annual. We have half an acre, just just as you described, right behind our house, in a rural yeah. setting, and I cannot remember having to deal with Poe annual anywhere in that half acre in the last twenty years. So it's okay. not it's not it's not a huge problem. Um, now to yours, if you have gravel and you want to keep the Poe annual out, rather than using a pre-emergent, I would use glyphosate. I'd use a spray of glyphosate. 
The gravel will be its own mulch, and that will choke out most of the poa annua just by mulching yeah. it. That's what it's going to amount to. Um, and um, I would just spray it with a glyphosate if any shows up. I do get poa annua in my paystone driveway a little bit, and we spray it in uh, probably February before it starts to grow very much. Yeah. So with um, I, man, I appreciate all your input with with a full shade like that. Do you would you think a blood good uh, Japanese maple would would do well, or does it I, need some sun? I have uh, oh I don't know how many eight or nine in that half acre. It, they do great. They do okay. just great, and they hold their purple color through the summer. No other red one that I've used. Uh, holds it as well. My wife loves that plant. I go out saying, I'm coming I'm coming back with some other green-leafed maple this, this time. And she says, oh, please don't. And I get out there with full intent, and when I come back, I always have another blood good. So, I, I uh, absolutely love that plant. Isn't that pretty? So bad. And yeah, so I, it's pretty. And my major concern is without sunlight, like, am I wasting 400 bucks? You know? No, 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 no. You'll be very happy. Okay, Just make sure so. it has ample moisture. Absolutely. But now it will look prettier if it has green uh, foliage around it rather than rather than the gravel. That's an example. Yeah, we we've got a 120 year old farmhouse and and with you know two story white clapboard walls and, and I just picture that bright red you know in the spring yeah. just up against that white wall with, with green around it. Move but, it out far enough because they do get fairly good size. They, it needs to be yeah. 15, 10 to 15 feet out. Yeah. Well, okay. good luck with it. Sounds like fun. Hey. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. Let me see where we're headed right now. Uh, I have a lot of pictures of our backyard in my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Um, I didn't think about pulling that up, but I will do it right now. Um, and you can see what I'm talking about in in how we have handled at our house uh, the uh, the issue of shade in our backyard. I tried grass for a while, and that just wasn't going to work. There was no way. And um, there are 11 chapters in the book. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas, what you have to know to, to get yourself started. That's just the critical part. Um, page 98 is our backyard showing antique brick pavers out of a, a street in a North Texas city. Actually, I can tell you exactly where that is. I won't because when we came by in trouble, I don't know that they were supposed to be selling them. But, and that's mondo grass. That's monkey grass all through. Um, and uh, so that's uh, page 98 at the top. That's one example you can look at. Um, my book has 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is The Basics of Gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're trying to grow in your landscape and garden. So that's a huge amount of information that will help you a great deal. Chapter 3 is a comprehensive, detailed chapter on trees. Same with Chapter 4 on shrubs. And then vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Each one of those took me a month or more to write. It's all in there. Everything I've ever known, said, written, or, or th dreamed is in this book. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, now in its fifth printing. 67,000 copies sold to date. I always guarantee your satisfaction. I'll refund every penny. I've not been asked to refund on any book so far. 
I sign each copy as it sells. I'd be happy to sign your copy. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow, going to the post office on Tuesday. So there, it's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. There are two ways you can buy it. Uh, one is to go to my website. There is a, a photograph of the, of the cover there. Uh, the other way that you can buy it is by calling my office Monday through Friday, this week, Tuesday through Friday. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening in no way is it similar to the old cowboy boot book. Thirty-six ninety-five plus tax and postage, and that postage is going to go up in a couple of weeks when the post office raises its rates for the, the Christmas time. Uh, they're short-staffed is what we're hearing. So here are the ways to order. Uh, call the office at 800-752-GROW. That's uh, Tuesday through Friday. That number will be activated this week. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it right now at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. We had foundation repairs at the Sperry House several years ago, so I called my friends. I did the same thing I'm suggesting you do. I called Advanced Foundation Repair. They came to our home. Their estimates are always free. Their work is affordable. It always is. Not just for me, for you as well. Give them a call. 214-333-0003. If you need foundation help, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Tommy, very, very much. That's our church. Hope you will join us. Let me tell you right now about Wild Birds Unlimited. It's in the store just a few days ago. Love these stores. There are three of them, actually, that uh, joined together to sponsor this program and my Saturday afternoon program on KLIF and eGardens, my electronic newsletter. These are my friends, and they'll be your friends, too. When you get excited about bird watching and bird feeding, you'll be a lover of Wild Birds Unlimited. The uh, Dallas uh, stores, one in the Park Cities, and that is David's store at 5715 West Lover's Lane, right next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center, and Ron's store at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams in East Dallas, and the McKinney store, Birdie's store, at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado. That's right beside Tom Thumb. Well, actually, there's a Hallmark store there. It's uh, the next one. Uh, next door south so those are all available and i know that birdie's store is open from 10 until 2 tomorrow i saw an email from her don't know about the others but you can certainly call and they're open on sundays um hummingbirds hummingbirds are everywhere i had had our hummingbird feeders down for a couple of weeks and uh, getting them all cleaned up and and uh, i just really got busy on something else and didn't get back up and i am a goat i am just a, and that's not the greatest of all time that's a goat like a <laughs> and i got them back up a couple of days ago 
and the birds were waiting, and boy, they came to the feeders. So I will not do that mistake again, make that mistake again. And Wild Birds Unlimited who have the high-perch hummingbird feeders. Those are the greatest things out there. Easy to uh, fill and uh, big and great uh, amount in them, and they are sturdy and made to last and last. I've had mine for three or four years. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. Again, the uh, the East Dallas store, 57, uh, let me do that one, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams. Uh, the uh, the Park Cities is 5715 West Lovers Lane next to Nicholson Hardy Nursery and Garden Center and McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado and just south of Tom Thumb. Wild Birds Unlimited. This is the perfect time to get outside and get our plants and ourselves in tip-top shape. Freshen up your health care routine with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. Download it now to manage all your health care from anywhere, even from the garden. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, let's go back to the phones. We'll go to Tom in Bridgeport. We'll have two straight Bridgeport questions here. Tom, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, we live on an acre here in, in Bridgeport, and... Uh, we've been here for getting close to three years. Uh, the land was bare when we bought it, and uh, they have been raising goats on it, and so I had bare ground. Okay. Uh, I'm wanting to uh, get rid of the stickers. I've got grass burrs everywhere. And okay. Have you heard yeah. my comments on the pre-emergence for springtime today? Yeah. Well, uh, I tried it last year and got rained out. Okay. Uh, well, your application times are the the uh, early March and uh, repeated 90 days later uh, from whatever time is appropriate in early March. Usually it's between March 5 and 15, and June 5 and 15, it may vary by five days depending on the on the weather leading into that March 5 date. Uh, so it might be five days later, it might be the 10th to the 20th, or it might be March 1 to March 10, but it's going to be in that window somewhere. And we don't know until we get closer to March. And then you repeat it 90 days later. The, the, the products are good for about 100 days. And if I want to... Solid sod, a part of that with Bermuda uh, after the pre-emergent application. Along, no, you, do don't, you don't do that. Yeah, you'd have to wait a year. You, uh, you, you'd at least have, to, like I say, the products are effective for a hundred days, and so you'd have to wait at least a hundred days. It wouldn't have to be a year. It would be better if it could be a year. You don't want to do the two things together. Because what happens with the pre-emergent is it attacks the roots as they are trying to grow and establish. And you don't want to be doing that to new grass. That's why when you see a pre-emergent package, it says do not apply to new turf until after it has been through its first winter. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. Dimension, the, the dimension pre-emergent is that one that I think that you recommend. Dimension, Holtz, and Bayland are all good. There are others. Uh, I, I had to stop at some point, and those are the three most commonly sold. It's a, it's very fine. It would be just fine. 
but I have to wait a yeah it's all it's all on the label if you happen to have my book it is really clearly spelled out in the turf chapter and also in chapter two the the calendar hey i appreciate your call i think uh, hopefully that'll cover that one uh, thoroughly let me go to darwin in bridgeport before we get into the news and i think i can help him because that's just a quick when do i do it question darwin this is neil good morning hi thank you for taking my call um, yes, i've ordered and received my perennial route from a farm feed store and I'm wondering when to put it out. One year I have good luck, another year I don't. And I think it's the time I'm applying or putting it out. So, Well, it may be. Um, perennial rye, for folks who uh, are unfamiliar, is, uh, is another choice of ryegrass that many of us prefer because it is finer textured. It is much more easily maintained. Uh, it doesn't, uh, if you miss a, a mowing in, in uh, March or April, you don't get, just a surge of big, uh, juicy leaves like you do on annual ryegrass. Uh, when you mow the annual ryegrass, if you get a rainy spell for 10 days, uh, it's like mowing lettuce when you go out there, like mowing leaf lettuce. It's just, it spews water everywhere. Uh, with rye, uh, perennial rye, it's just a, a much more orderly grass uh, and, and easier to maintain. You don't have to mow it as often. It's a prettier grass, makes a better lawn. Uh, it is not perennial in North Texas. It dies out when it gets hot, just like annual rye does. Uh, perennial rye also will tend to germinate a little later in the fall uh, if, if need be. So if you don't get the annual rye sown in uh, September or very early October, you might want to switch over to perennial rye uh, just uh, to, to get a better germination. It germinates more uniformly. The downside is it costs two and a half times as much, and so a lot of people check out because of that. Uh, the time to plant it to Darwin, the ideal time probably is mid-September to the 1st of October. That's when most of the commercial people try to get it in. I typically don't get mine down until about the 1st of October, but it, it does well. I know that if I put it a little, uh, got it on the ground a little bit earlier, I'd get a better stand in the fall. Mine often doesn't show up very well until uh, until early April, uh, early February. But, right. But that would uh, that would help me if I could get it done. But I just get really busy in September. All right, I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Great question. All right, folks, we have all open lines now. Let's fill them up. Eight hundred two eight eight W B A P. Eight hundred. Two eight eight nine two two seven. Ace is the place with some really helpful hardware folks. You knew that. They have local experts. They know the right questions to ask to make sure you get everything that you need. Like pre-emergent weed killers. They have what you need. Get in now and uh, ask them for them and they'll have them for you. Buy a Traeger Ironwood 885 grill. That's what we have. That's exactly what we have. Or a Traeger Pro. We ate it off it last night. Beautiful salmon. My wife and our son Todd cooked. He has a Traeger out in California and he loves it. He is a master chef. He has so many talents. Uh, let me start this part of the head over again. I got kind of off track, you think? Buy a Traeger Ironwood 885 from Ace or Traeger Pro 780. Get a free front shelf now through September 13. Expand your grill in style with Traeger's folding front shelf. It's made of 100% steel. This shelf easily adds more real estate to your grill. We have it, and boy, let me tell you, it is a help. Place a cold drink down. 
It still has space for a cutting board and utensils. The folding front shelf is simple to install, folding down when you don't need it. And don't forget, Ace Rewards members receive free assembly and free delivery on grills of $3.99 or more. Talk to your local Ace store for details and delivery area. Ace stores are parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community. You're getting help from people you already know. They'll show you how that trigger works. They'll say, yep, we knew that Neil had that 885 Ironwood grill because we hear him talking about it too. And uh, several of them know that uh, we've been in stocking up on the wood pellets and stocking up on supplies for Traeger. Oh, we love our Traeger, and you will too. That's Ace Hardware. Buy a select Traeger grill. Get the free front shelf. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hear about it. Talk about it. Right here. The most illegitimate, corrupt administration alive is investigating corruption. News Talk 820 WBAP. WBAP.com. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter from my computer to your email Thursdays, just a little after 6 p.m. Always has five stories. One of the stories will be a featured plant of the week. One of the stories will be a featured question of the week, something that's come up repeatedly. And one of the stories will always be gardening this weekend, where I outline the most critical things for you to be doing in your landscape and garden on that weekend. Uh, that's based on the fact that uh, we are very time sensitive with the gardens. Comes out Thursday night to help you with that weekend's gardening activities. Neil Sperry's e gardens free and always will be. I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody, nor will anybody. Um, uh, uh, you just won't be spammed. That's all there is to it. And you'll enjoy it very, very much. You can always unsubscribe if you ever choose to do so. We don't lose many. 77,000 Texas gardeners subscribe to eGardens. Take a look at it. We always have the uh, latest edition up for you to see. Go to neilsperry.com. Same place you buy my book. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. And then click on that eGardens tab. Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. 99 years serving DFW. Trending now. Trending now on WBAP. And WBAP.com. COVID-19 is hitting Tarrant County hospitals pretty hard. I'm Dennis Martin at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP first traffic and weather on the ones. Construction is closed 635's HOV lanes, both directions between the TI Access Road and La Prada Drive. Another construction project is closed east and westbound I-30's HOV lanes between Center Street and President George Bush Turnpike. For WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Dennis Martin. Now the WBAP forecast. Partly cloudy, a little cooler today with scattered showers and storms possible. High temperature 93. Labor Day, that's tomorrow. It should be partly to mostly sunny. And there's a chance, just a chance, for some isolated showers or storms. Tomorrow's high 92. Right now, partly cloudy, 82 degrees. Healthcare officials for Fort Worth medical provider MedStar say they are concerned by the increasing number of calls they're getting from patients with COVID-related symptoms. We've seen that number go from about 
40 a day, dramatically increasing to now we're about 107, 108 patients per day or 144% increase from that June low. MedStar's Matt Zavadsky says hospital levels in Tarrant County are very high. That is forcing them to do everything they can to keep as many patients as possible out of the hospitals. So instead of taking patients directly to an ER, MedStar now offers alternative treatments and antibody infusions wherever possible. Governor Greg Abbott has extended a disaster declaration for 43 Texas counties a response to the ongoing border crisis and supersedes his disaster declaration of late May that he issued for 34 counties along the Texas border. From the WBAP 24-7 News Desk, I'm Dennis Martin. Next update at 10 o'clock. 24-7 News coverage at WBAP.com. All right, Dennis, thank you very, very much. And uh, wear your masks, folks. I know it's a political thing, and I promised you when I came to a station that has a lot of politics on it, WBP, I would never get into politics, but on that one, I really do. We have a a young grandson who was in the hospital for 31 days with something called HUS years ago, six years ago, and uh, he's homebound, homebound studies. He's a very bright child and a wonderful kid. A great sense of humor and uh, homebound because not everybody's wearing masks, no mask mandate. And uh, his parents are just scared for him. He just can't afford to catch it. Let me tell you about Baylor Scott and White Health. In fact, they are encouraging masks. You're required to wear a mask there. I've been, we've been spending some time at Baylor Scott and White just getting checkups and various things. And I've got some, some help that I'm getting for. Some of the things that happen to you when you get a few miles on the odometer. I, there's a very important message for you from Baylor Scott and White Health. It's about a new app that lets you manage your health care your way so that you can keep yourself and your family in tip-top shape. It's the MyBSW Health app. MyBSW Health. And it helps you schedule appointments, get test results, message your doctors, even handle care for others and your family all on your schedule and from wherever you are. All you have to do is text the word BETTER to 88408 to download it on your iPhone or Android device. That's BETTER, 88408. Text BETTER to 88408. It's just another reason to do what the Sperrys have been doing for many, many years. We've been saying thanks to Baylor, Scott, and White Health. They've done so much for our family for so many years. Text BETTER to 88408. Baylor, Scott, and White Health. GetBetterTexas.com. That newer vehicle of yours probably has HDFM. Learn how to use it. Go to WBAP.com slash FM, wherever you want us, whenever you want us. News Talk 820, WBAP, WBAP WBAP.com. Well, I've mentioned that uh, Baylor has done just spectacular things for the Sperry family. For the Sperry trees, it's Arborological Services. They are great. I've had a little extra time to talk to owner and founder Steve Hauser. And I just, every time I talk to Steve, I admire him even more and even more and even more, more, more. He's just a, a leader among 
the uh, tree service companies in Texas. And uh, the team around him is just the best it gets. They are college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters. I can only imagine how it must be to sit around the coffee table uh, the, the time every two weeks, I think, they gather to discuss their projects, what they're working on, what they're seeing. Each of them has an assigned part of the Metroplex and an assigned crew that goes with him or her, and uh, they talk about what, what they've encountered. So nothing gets by them. Yeah, they offer everything from complete tree maintenance and management to fertilizing, pruning, cabling, and bracing, insect and disease control, consultation, uh, maybe you're putting a new driveway in. You want to make sure you don't do damage to the trees. Maybe you're building a new house. want to save as many trees as possible. You need somebody just to walk through the process with you and hold your hand in the process. These folks will do so. That's Arborological Services, the best it gets in tree work. 866-552-7267. They have 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. That's how good it gets. They have an 11-time Texas State Tree Climbing Champion, Miguel Paston, as he heads up one of the crews, the crew that comes to our house. That's how good it gets. I am thrilled to recommend them to you. Arborological.com, Arborological Services. Temperatures are rising, and so are those pesky pollen counts. So get a handle on your family's allergies sooner rather than later. Find a doc or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stuby, let's go to Betty in Mansfield. Betty, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I hope you can help me with my geranium. I don't know if there's a secret to growing them, but I haven't found what it is. It's a geranium? A geranium. Vetchi, B-E-T-T-C-H-I-I, Vetchi, gardenia. Gardenia, okay. Gardenia, yes, yes. Okay. And uh, and it's still in the pot. I've had it about three months. I did get one little bitty bloom, but now the the leaves were turning brown, so I cut those all off. But now they're yellow, yeah, and they're wilting. I'm not sure what's going on with this. All right. How much sunlight has it gotten? Uh, probably not much. I, I have a creek in my backyard, and I put it back over there, so it's probably getting a little bit of sun, but I was hoping, it, I was thinking it needed more shade than sun. All right. And when you bought it, it was in the same pot? Oh, yes. Yes. Why have you not repotted it, or more importantly, why didn't you just plant it into the ground? I'm scared to. <laughs> I'm scared to. I've, right, I've well, had one before and it didn't do good. So I thought, well, I'll leave this in the pot. Make sure it's in a good area. If it's not in a good area, I'll dig it up and put. It, I'll move it somewhere else. So that's why I'm not sure. Well, my my rule of thumb on containers that I that I hand out to people, uh, the 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 rule of thumb that I hand out, is that nothing good happens to a uh, nursery container plant when we bring it home from the nursery if we don't plant it right away. It sits on the driveway, it sits out in the landscape in its original pot, and we water it and we wonder why it goes downhill. It could be going downhill because one time we let it get too dry. That's all it takes with the gardenia. It gets too dry, it starts to wilt, it it reaches the permanent wilting point, we water it, it tries to perk up again, and, and it may, but then it starts shedding the older leaves, that's the key, 
is if it's the older leaves and that plant's gotten too dry at some point uh, a week or two before the leaf shedding started. Um, another thing that will happen with a, a plant that's left in the pot is it gets root bound and uh, that's not good at all because it uses up the water so much faster. It uses up all the nutrients. And secondly, thirdly, when we leave it in the pot for a prolonged period of time, it doesn't get any fertilizer and it just starves to death. You need to get it planted right away, whether it's into a larger pot or whether it's into the ground. Now, whether you can save that one or not, I don't know. I wouldn't go out and buy an expensive pot and put that one in it now because it's already compromised. But if you have a place where you can plant it in the ground, I'd, I'd certainly do that. They need morning sun till about 10 in the morning and then shade okay. after that. And you need to put it in a place where you can cover it if it gets down below about 25 degrees in the wintertime. Okay, morning sun. Uh, right, until about, about 10 in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the rest shade. And then, okay, fertilizer. So what type of fertilizer? Just, I've never fertilized it. No, I understand. Uh, there are specialty azalea gardenia foods that would probably be good to use. You could use, uh, at this time of year, I would probably, if you do it uh, soon, I would use a uh, an all-nitrogen uh, fertilizer and try to get a little bit of growth this fall. Uh, but okay. I wouldn't do that much later because you don't want a lot of soft, succulent growth in, in late October, November. You want it now. Uh, but, again, I don't know. I can't see the plant that you're talking about. It may be long gone beyond that point. I don't know. If that's well, the case, has, then, it, it then I wouldn't fertilize it. It does have some new growth. But just real quick, what about the soil? I'm going to repot it. But what, it, what type, a type of soil? And I do have compost, so. Uh, it needs to be planted in a soil that is extremely acidic. And so the compost would probably be okay, but you need to mix it with equal amounts of sphagnum peat moss, the brown Canadian sphagnum peat moss. Yeah, and uh, leaving it in the container, you lose 20 degrees of winter hardiness. You're going to have to bring it into the garage if it gets below 25 degrees. That's a very, it becomes very, very vulnerable in a pot outdoors in the wintertime. So anyway, I hope that helps, Betty. I appreciate your call very, very much. Thanks. Uh, We have Phil and Roy, and I'll get to both of you. Let me get this last break out of the way. I'm going to do a very short version of my book ad. It's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, totally different from the old cowboy boot book. Uh, In no way is it similar. So don't uh, think that because you have that old thing from 1991 or 1982 that you don't need this one. This is totally different with uh, two and a half times as many photos and uh, totally different layout. Uh, This uh, has 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, and it's only $36.95 plus tax and postage. And I will guarantee you that you'll be satisfied or I'll refund every penny. If you say, Neil, this is just like your old book, I'll refund every penny, even though I know in my heart it's not the least bit like the old book. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, 67,000 copies sold to date and not one request for a refund. I'd be happy to sign a, a copy for you. Uh, what else I need to tell you? It's not in stores, not on Amazon. The only way you can get it is by calling my office Monday through Friday, this week, Tuesday through Friday, at 800-752-GROW. That's 800-752-4769. But the better way by far, far, is to order it right now from my website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com.
Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Advanced Foundation Repair. They save homes. That's kind of a, a nice thing to say. I don't know that it's a slogan they've ever used, but the uh, the problem with our soils here is that they shift. They move. As it gets wet, they swell, and they take the foundation with, uh, foundations with them. As it gets dry, they shrink, they contract, and they pull it's almost like a black hole. They pull the foundations with them, and uh, the foundations don't react so well. Foundations are not, if you've noticed, elastic. They crack, and they crumble, and all of a sudden you have major foundation problems. You have a shift of the foundation line, so these big gaping uh, cracks develop and advanced foundation repair can come out and and do a very thorough analysis of your uh, slab they do it with equipment that can detect these cracks even if you have carpet even if you have tile whatever you have and show you exactly where they are and how big they are and then begin to develop a pattern of a, a strategy of what they will do to attack the problems. And so that's really cool. It's almost a topographic map of your, of your slab. They tell you what it would cost to fix it, and my prediction is you'll say, that's a deal, I'll do that. And then they get busy and get the job done. It takes a little time this time of year because they get behind. They, they only have... Uh, X number of employees and crews, and it takes them a little while to get each job done, but they do them punctually, they do them carefully, they do them well, and then they back them with cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. So you know that you're getting the best of foundation work. That's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. On the web, it is Foundation Repairs dot com advanced foundation repair two one four three 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 zero 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 three call for that free home inspection advanced foundation repair Ah, tis the season for exploring the great outdoors, which is also a great time to make sure we're up for all the hiking and biking. Find a dock or schedule an appointment with the MyBSW Health app from Baylor Scott & White Health. To download yours, text the word BETTER to 88408. Once again, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you. Let's go to Phil in Burleson. Phil, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. Yes, I have a white... I have a white substance on the oak trees in our yard. It's probably 40 years old, the oak trees. And the white substance just came on. It's very sticky. It looks like snowflakes falling down. It's uh, A lot of leaves are coming down with it. It's killed my hibiscus. Uh, I don't know whether I need the oak tree sprayed or if it will cure itself. Okay. Um, 
and it's on the hibiscus also. And hibiscus is it's your on, tropical hibiscus in pots or what? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. When it comes down on the driveway, the driveway is very slick. It looks like it's snowing. Uh, this stuff is it looks like insulation almost. It's very sticky when it comes down. It sticks to a plant and it'll kill it. All right. Um, but the trees what I'm concerned about more than anything. As I'm sure, walking I understand in town, that. I noticed. I noticed a lot of trees, oak trees, that have the same substance on them. I look at it, looking up at an oak tree right now. It's got white stuff all over it. All right. I want you to look up woolly aphids and see if that's okay. what you might have. They normally okay. don't do damage like you're describing. Is the only thing that's throwing me off a little bit. But woolly a lot aphids of leaves, are. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of little oak tree leaves are falling down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I was still asking a question. I'm, I'm, I didn't I'm hear sorry. your reply to the other question. Uh, okay, yes, I see. Okay. Woolly aphids normally do not cause trees to die. They may knock some leaves off, and they will certainly give a sticky honeydew. They will they will okay. look like the snow that you're talking about. Uh, I don't know whether they will bother uh, hibiscus. Aphids in general will get on, on tree leaves and will leave a sticky residue called honeydew, um, and so will lace bugs. Uh, and and lace bugs will get on various types of oaks, uh, and and they have been showing up in the last couple of weeks pretty quickly on on oaks, on uh, sycamores, on some other trees. So it may be lace bugs. I don't know, but they're not going to give any kind of a white uh, floating insect. The the woolly aphids will. So I'm going to leave that one for you to do some some googling and see if you can find out what that is. But if you if you will do a keyword search of university uh, woolly aphids, I think probably your first match is going to show Dr. Mike Merchant uh, a write up he did three or four years ago with Texas A&M, and it's very thorough. Uh, Mike has retired since, but the information hasn't retired. It's it's very accurate. Um, as for the hibiscus. Um, I, I I don't know what to tell you. I think that's probably just a secondary. I think it's coming out of the trees. Trees will be fine. I think they'll come through it just fine. Uh, you have a note on my call screen that says crepe myrtle, so I'll assume that you met hibiscus. So uh, well, they did the they did the crepe myrtles, and we did have them sprayed for a fungus, and it did go away. But now, all right, crepe you know, myrtles have a a separate white uh, uh, insect, and that is crepe myrtle bark scale. Uh, they also secrete, the, the crepe myrtle bark scale also secretes honeydew, and black sooty mold grows in the honeydew. But spraying for the fungus is a useless task uh, because that's not the problem. The problem is the original insect that gives the honeydew. And everybody gets all bent out of shape about the black sooty mold when in reality the problem is uh, is, is the, the, the insect, the, the crepe myrtle bark scale. And it's not going to be any major problem threat to the crepe myrtles it's uh, it's very annoying because it's disfiguring but it's not going to kill the crepe myrtles all of that is at crepemyrtletrails.org the website and i wrote most of what's on the website in terms of the care of crepe myrtles uh, again dr mike merchant wrote that one part on crepe myrtle bark scale uh, roy i've got to i've got a uh, well i guess uh, let's see that was phil phil i've got to run and i appreciate your call let me go to roy in dallas roy this is neil good morning thanks for calling good morning i'll be real quick you're doing what fine is the yes sir what date or what is the best month to start adding amendments and uh feed for plant acid loving plants and shrubs like azaleas gardenias 
hibiscus and those in that group. What is the best month for fall and by what date? All right. Uh, that will vary. Azaleas uh, and gardenias and camellias would fall together because they're woody shrubs. Hibiscus, uh, not particularly acid-loving. They, they wouldn't mind it. Almost all plants would would prefer to have a slightly acidic soil, but azaleas, gardenias, camellias, wisterias, uh, some of the hollies have to have it. I mean, and blue, uh, blueberries, ultra have to have it, and that uh, timing would be uh, to fertilize about now and then fertilize again in late winter and fertilize again uh, in in late winter, probably May. Um, and that would be with a very, uh, well, you're going to be using something with sulfur in it that will help acidify the soil. And uh, you're just going to have to, and, and you also are preparing the soil initially by using almost exclusively uh, sphagnum peat moss for your planting medium so that it starts with a highly acidic planting medium. Got you. I've already got that in the, the raised garden beds, the two I've got there are four by eights. Perfect. Plus some uh, cotton burr compost and dry molasses. Well, so, I'm not I'm not a big molasses guy, and the cotton burr compost goes away in about uh, six months. And okay, so it's not, not going to help you much. You betcha. Appreciate the call, Roy. Hey, everybody, thank you. Have a safe Labor Day. Wear your mask. Stay away from crowds. And remember that your time to apply pre-emergent weed killers runs out in the next few days, two or three days. All those details are at neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens, and it's in that write-up. Mike Bass, great job running the show. Happy gardening.